Uncensored. Hey. <laughs> From Lemon Press Studio. In the beautiful Gatineau the Hills. Beautiful. <laughs> Project. I was like half asleep on the couch and now I'm projecting. Hey everyone, this is Christian Potenza. This is Gay Trevor Wilson. This is Jean Paul, aka the Island Hipster, hashtag hipster business. This is Steph Tola. Hey, this is Jake Goldsby. This is Sky Wallace. Hey everybody, this is Erica Sigurdsson, aka Ricky Six. Okay, hello. Hi. This is Howard Wagman. Hey, this is Peter Anthony, the PA System. This is Matt O'Brien. Some people like to, that's my rap name. This is Jen Grant, and you're listening to the Julian Dion Comedy Hour Podcast. <laughs> Show. You and me belong, just like the flowers, laughing all day long. People, I need to lose. Sing a little song, then take a shower. Julian Dion. It's, it's a show. It's not an hour, it's a show. It's okay. On a Monday morning, holiday Monday morning, where uh, what's the day? Oh, I just licked the microphone. I do that way too often, way more than I like to admit. The old licking of the microphone trick that we all know and love. Monday, May 18th, 2020. <laughs> it's uh, May 2 4 weekend, even though it's not May 2 4. What is the holiday? Queen Elizabeth Day or something like that? Yeah, I think. No. Oh. Victoria Day? I don't know. Let me check. Jen Grant is here. Say hello. Oh, yes, she is. Hello. That's me. And you're here with us. Thanks to those watching. We are broadcasting to you live from Lemon Press Studios in the beautiful Gatineau Hills. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, a little different today. Wakefield. We're, 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 just want to make sure everything's on. I, I, <laughs> um, if you were, The pre-show song, by the way, was by the very uh, talented Lindsay Ferguson. Wakefield's own Lindsay Ferguson. We did an interview as part of Wakefield Sessions back in 2017, and that was that performance from our kitchen table right here in Wakefield. It was awesome. And so that was that performance. And then at the end of the performance, I don't know if you heard, I didn't realize my mic was on, and um, dropped a little uh, whispered whispered F-bomb. <laughs> I, was trying to start, I was trying to start the theme in between Lindsay and the thing, and I went, oh, and then I was like, I think my mic's on. And I noticed it was on. So it's not embarrassing if I admit it first. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, everything's recording. I just want to, I'm, 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 we're a bit late this morning. 
7.17. Very late, actually. Better late than never. Yeah, that's true. I, I wanted to cancel, but you uh, you wouldn't let me. Well, I because well, on Friday we said see you Monday. Yeah, I know. Not realizing it was a long weekend, though, maybe. Yeah, we true. We could have got away with uh, taking the day off. True, but I got up at 5, and I have my my new... I don't know. I guess because of the lockdown, it doesn't really feel like a long weekend. You got up at 5, yet did not wake me up. Well, because I heard the alarm, I thought I would just let you... I assumed you were going to get up. Never assume. I, I thought I could rely on you as a backup. Of like, now we uh, know. Now we know. You know, oh, backup. If I don't wake up, at least Jen's just on the other... No, 6, 6.12. Now we know. I get out of bed. And, hey. uh... What? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. What? Um, in Quebec, it's the National Patriots Day, which is crazy. And in in all crazy? of Canada, well, kind of because today I thought it's Victoria Day. Is that what I said? <coughs> yeah. Yeah, but in because I just googled because the Google um, oh sees my location, <laughs> so it says in Quebec it's National Patriots Day. Okay. And, but in Canada, it's uh, overall, it's Victoria Day. Who yes, knew? in Canada, in Quebec, it's Patriot Day you know in that? Canada. You bunch of loyalists, get out of here! Did oh. you know that? No, you're you're teaching me something. Stop. This shake is so thick right now. Is it? <laughs> I can't drink it. I'll drink it after. I'll add water. And drink it <laughs> Would you actually do me a big time favor? Yeah. Uh, a single shot espresso. Sure. Hand um, me your shake and I'll add some water to it. Okay. Sorry to do this on the air. Oh, shit. I almost ripped the mic right off the uh, thing. <laughs> Don't spin right. <laughs> Always go left. <laughs> uh, what's that movie where he can't s- turn left? Oh, Zoolander. Anyway, um, how was your weekend? Did you do some gardening? It's that time. Had a good weekend, but it, last night I did the classic thing. And again, I say classic because it's about once a week where... Uh, I wake up ready to take on the day. I'm like, wow, I feel great. Energy. Positivity. And then I look at the clock and it's uh, just after midnight. I'm like, I can't start my day at midnight. Uh, Went to bed last night around nine. So I was like, then I'm like, oh, three hours sleep. Can someone get away with? So no, of course not. And uh, went back to bed, popped a Mella, a Melly, Melly Tony. Just a three milligram one thought, it'll be, and holy shysterunsi, could not get up this morning. Oh, oh, thank you so much. My secretary, Jen Grant, my headphones are broken this morning. I'm going to get those fixed. Anyway, hope you're well. Hope uh, you're, this is lockdown week. Hold on, let me do the math here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10. Lockdown week 10, I believe. I just did the math quick. Uh, in case you're wondering why I'm looking like, uh, there's a big calendar behind you. Behind your head, look behind you. Anyway, lockdown week 10, it's uh, slowly, uh, the restrictions are easing up. I know here in, uh, oh, thank you so much. I know here in uh, on the Ontario Quebec border today is the last day or yesterday was the last day there the uh I want to say stop saying ah so much 
can you can you call me out on that and I'll do the same for you? Sure. It's it's so annoying when you're listening to a broadcast and the host like ah uh, so uh I was watching uh, uh, it's so amateur. I don't I'm really notice trying it not with to. you, but I was watching someone do something the other day on Facebook and it was a lot of uhs. And watching someone you realize just get to the point. I know. Ugh. I'm sure a lot of people think that when they watch us here because I often drone on and on, but... Uh, you know when you go and look uh, for a recipe and they're going like with their whole life story before? Oh, uh, like, it's so frustrating. Uh, and like reviews of places... Um, you go on, it's an apple pie recipe. you like, just give me the ingredients. You log in, it's like... As a little girl, I've always loved going to apple orchards with my grandfather and the smell of fresh September apples. Apples fresh in September? I don't know. (laughs) Like, the point is, we're not going to a recipe for your writing. And I don't care. It's a recipe. Give me the ingredients. Like, no, I don't think anyone in ever, 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 ever has gone for a recipe and thought, oh my gosh, this is an incredible writer. I'm going to give her a publishing deal. You just said, ah. You said, oh, my gosh. Just kidding. Mm. Yeah, I want to stop that. Let's help each other. Let's help us help you. Because it's annoying to listen to. It's like, um, so, uh, and, because uh, it's just a brain lapse. You're thinking, it's like, it's just, it's, it's amateur. Lazy. It's lazy. Um, oops. I just did it. <laughs> See? Um, there, maybe it's also like a habit. It's not even that I don't know what I'm going to say because I know what I'm going to say. Well, it's a psychological what? thing. Yeah, maybe it's a habit. Why don't we have... Because silence is better than ah. Uh, Definitely. Like right now I'm trying to not do it where I've, I want to impulsively, compulsively. Why don't we... I think I've mentioned or suggested this before, but instead of a swear jar, let's have an um jar. Well, geez. We're going to lose our house on this podcast. Well... Do you imagine? In two weeks, we're broadcasting to you live from a tent in Gatineau Park. Oh my God! We lost our house to the um jar. We owe <laughs> the um jar. We owe seventy nine thousand dollars to who? The um jar will just come back to us. Okay. It'll just show us. It'll be. Uh, but yeah. we won't. I don't know. We'll figure something out, or we'll donate it. I don't know. Nah. <laughs> oh my God. Nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. Anyway, it's week. Uh, oh shit. Oh, you just did it again. I know. This is a practice run today, and then Kay. maybe we can start the um jar tomorrow. It's week 10 of the lockdown, and we <laughs> are... <laughs> our sh- our show's going to suck, but we don't say um. Just kidding. I really... I'm sick of this. Why? And not just oh, the lockdown, the lockdown oh. yeah. I talked a lot about when we come on here and we mentioned we talk conspiracy theories because i don't believe any of them really i mean you take some you leave some some are like oh, okay i could see why we should question more things and critical thinking but some are just all right outrageous and so on friday and i don't know why i got involved i i try not to when i go on social media it's so infuriating because right now our news feeds and timelines and twitter and facebook and People are even fighting on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is supposed really? to be positive. Yes. It's supposed to be a positive. We're all in this together. Our business. Professional. And st- yeah. And you're seeing that. It's just like the other side is so wrong. This side. And Friday, I saw just after the show, I'm on Facebook, scrolling, 
for something. And I saw someone posted, 5G installers reveals COVID-19 chip written inside a 5G thing. So I opened the video, and it's this woman from back home. I don't even know her. I don't know how we became Facebook friends, but probably in her late 50s, and she's sharing this. Her whole timeline is just nothing but conspiracies. Fuck you, Trudeau, this and that. It's just like so angry, the whole thing. And this one thing was this YouTube video that said um, TV installer. I'm going to actually I want to share something else uh, as part of this. So I'm just having to do this. Excuse me, everybody. I'm so sorry. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It was, um, so basically it was a 5G installer, I think it was in the UK, that was supposedly installing a 5G tower, and he comes on the camera, and he says, um, he says, uh, this is crazy, the company told us these boxes, we're not to open them under any circumstances, we're installing these things on these 5G towers, these certain things are sealed and locked up, but just for the fun of it, I cracked it open. You won't believe what I saw inside. I don't know what it means. You tell me. And again, this is perpetuating the conspiracy theory that 5G towers are going to spread the coronavirus somehow. And uh, I'm the dumb one for not understanding how. But anyway, so, uh, and he goes, check it out. Look for yourself. And he shows this motherboard. When I go like this, I turn red and orange. Shows the motherboard. And there's, sure enough, a chip, and it says COV-19 on it. And he's like, I, I don't know. This is what I'm just showing you. And they told us explicitly never op- open these sealed boxes. And I, and, I, and I did for the people. Anyway, he goes on and on. And she shared this. The first comment is someone debunking it. He's, he's uh, and I read. And actually, truthfully, the video she shared was actually someone showing a failed attempt at a conspiracy. But people don't read the titles anymore on anything. So the the name of the video is actually um, 5G installer uh, finds COVID chip fail because he failed miserably at this thing. So a few people commented, that's just an old TV motherboard. This other engineer goes, I'm a uh, an electronics en- engineer and this is an old motherboard. You can tell he clearly handwritten... Cove 19 on it. Anyway, so it was just an old motherboard. This guy's not even an employee of anything. He's uh, he's just beside the tower with a mask and a hard hat on. He has nothing to do with anything. And he just, just for the hell of it, took an old television motherboard and on this chip, you know, delicately wrote Cove-19. And so it's completely fake. And by the way, do you really think if the government wanted to spread the coronavirus via 5G towers, they would go ahead and write it right on the chip? Exactly. Like, murder chip. Don't read. Exactly. So anyway, but the whole video was to show, you know, this idiot is trying to, you know, he failed miserably, but this is what people are falling for. But people aren't reading the the title of the YouTube thing or the comments. They're just clicking on the video and sharing this thing. So this woman shared. And of course, I'm like enraged which i shouldn't be but i'm like this is ridiculous and i'm like i'm i want to be nice i don't want to be like vile or anything so i just go uh, ha 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 this couldn't be more fake and the facepalm emoji got blocked on facebook right away i don't even know this person because i wanted to sh- see the video again 
couldn't find it, couldn't find her. And I have another Facebook account for Lem- <laughs> for Lemon Press, uh, my production company. So I, I log on to that and I find her on Facebook. I'm like, the bitch blocked me just like that. Just because, but this is the, this is the world we live in. Like just because someone pointed out that it was clearly a fake She's going to be like, I, I wish I could see her other post after, like some libtard on my timeline tried to correct me, blocked him, wake up sheeple. Like it, it's anyway, it doesn't even make sense. People are going to believe what they want to believe. So now I've just resigned to the fact that, you know what? I'm not going to bother. It's not worth it. It's not worth my time and energy. And people will just see on their own. And, and maybe there's always going to be people that are like that and it's, let me it's show very you frustrating i know but then so then i saw this and i was actually very uh happy props to facebook i was like oh this is actually good so the next day on my facebook i got a no- notification saying you're spreading false information one of your plot pl- uh, posts has been um censored or, or blocked or whatever well the here. one that that video yeah i'm gonna get to it hold on so, is this it? Yes. So, I was very happy to see this. Because then it means, oh, so I don't have to be annoying and, and post on people. They'll find out. So, Facebook says, false information was found in your po- post. And independent f- independent fact checkers at lead stories say information in your post is false. To stop the spread of false news, we've added a notice to your post. You can check out additional reporting from independent fact checkers who investigate reports of false information across Facebook. And then they go and share additional reporting, which is the fact check. So they show the proof just so people don't go, see, the government is censoring us. What are they trying to... Because this shit... this The the post like this, when they take it down, actually helps perpetuate the the, um, conspiracies because people go... I was silenced. Hey Jules, what's up? We see, um, we we just see that um, night sweat ad. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh. You know it's just really oh, funny. Whoops. <laughs> oh here. Whoops. Okay. So. Oh here it is. Sorry. Whoops. That was on Friday's show. <laughs> So here it is, false information found in your post. So I got this. And then they add the independent or the additional reporting to show because that's what it is. Because if they didn't do this, if they didn't provide the fact checked, fact check, people would go, uh, people would reshare it and go, this was deleted from Facebook. Share quick before it's deleted. And people go, it was deleted. It must be something they're trying to hide. No, they're just trying to. Uh, diminish the see I said uh, again to reduce the amount of fake news uh, out there and so but then they'll spin it saying it's censorship yeah yeah oh yeah YouTube took it down and I'm also seeing these posts that are going oh funny YouTube will take down the post the pandemic but uh, no problem with child pornography is there child pornography on YouTube that I don't know like I thought (laughs) I thought if you had child porn that was an immediate uh, sentence to prison like it was yeah well, there's just child porn on, so it doesn't even make sense. I mean, I won't, I won't search it just to. Uh, I don't want, I don't want to double check. Be like, is there child porn? Like YouTube child porn. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm in prison. I was just checking to see if. Yeah. But 
That's that's a new thing. Like, oh, funny, YouTube will censor the pandemic documentary, but nothing on. You'll leave child porn up there. I'm like, I don't think there's any child porn on YouTube, dum dums. Maybe they picked that example because they know no one would actually go and search child porn. Oh, that's true. Oh, uh, but you know what I discovered the other day? I was talking ah. to a friend of mine who works in a bank, and they said, and w- we talked about this. Um, a friend of yours? Hmm? A friend of yours? Yeah. The other day I talked to, in the Daily Dose about how um, there... Oops, I did it again. See? Oops, I did it. I said I'm again. Uh, oh, I did Jeez. it again. <laughs> Anyways. Now it's just like, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, oh, oh. It's like Mrs. Doubtfire is doing, the, uh, doing a podcast. You, you just did it like three times. You go, it's just like uh, Mrs. Uh, really? Doubtfire uh, was out uh, doing the podcast. No, I did yes. not say ah uh, between doubt and fire. <laughs> doubt, ah, uh, fire, ah. Uh. So a friend, the other day when I did the Daily Dose, I talked about how, uh, oop. <laughs> okay, well, okay, just, okay, just okay, let okay. him slide because now, really hard. now are we not only saying ah, <laughs> uh, we're adding oop in there. So... <laughs> <laughs> We're doubling down on the annoying ticks. We're like, ah, oop, ah, Just let it slide or something. I don't want to. It's, I it's want to like stop saying it. Yeah, but you're acting like it scares you. You're like, oh, <laughs> I want to stop saying um so badly. The other day, I talked about a story that showed. Uh, that <laughs> I, I am searching for words though when you say um it's, i am searching it doesn't matter it's still I go, know. Si- go you go silent i know go, the other day okay. i was looking for it's it's better okay. to you okay. can't justify the um you can't be like well sometimes it's a mental lapse but this time i'm looking for words so the um here is justified okay so there was a story i talked about where the government <laughs> said that the I know, I'm speaking so strange the now. The government but, said that we do, the, do not... There are many people who are getting CERB, that emergency relief benefit, that are not qualified to get it. There are many people who are collecting welfare. What was? What, what does this have to do with the fact check story we were just doing? To just wait. Oh. I've got something here, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. And my friend works at the bank... She told me that a are lot of people to this are stop it. Stop that. That people are coming in who are collecting um welfare and also collecting CERB and they're not supposed to. And I just you know, I had this revelation that there's always gonna be people like that in society. So we can choose what we want to talk about and focus on. I think people love dishing dirt they want to you know you know when you see people who have to give some news and instead of them being excited to give good news which is exciting too people have you seen the look on some people's faces when they want to give bad news like they're excited to give the bad news oh you've never seen someone so alive when they're the first one to announce a death to someone right did you hear what and you announce whether it's a celebrity or someone you know or a friend of a friend. Right. It's like, did you hear? No, what? It, that, to be the first person to announce a death is, I you know. see a light in the eyes. Like, yeah, I know, it's terrible. It's just like, 
it's this weird thing. You want to be the fir- first, and I don't know. Yeah, and I about- think I think when it comes to conspiracy theories, doing things like um, oops, did it again. <laughs> doing things like claiming bad things, like keeping yourself. I don't know. In, in an effort for me to be really positive in my life and trying to change my life, I really notice dwelling on these things like shitty things that exist in life I think are always going to exist in life they just are and there's nothing wrong with like obviously it's good to talk about especially conspiracy theories and spreading hate and lies and stuff like that and choosing but it's so like I get frustrated and wound up thinking about all these people like that that person who's getting other people stressed out and worried about things and it's like you know what in a way, it's like, I'm not going to get too freaked out about it because there's always going to be people like that. There's always going to be people who cheat well, the system. And it's frustrating as hell because our government is awesome and came so quickly to the rescue with this CERB. I'm sorry, but that's amazing. And then, of course, there's always going to be people that take advantage of the system and cheat it. Yeah, and then they'll, uh, they'll yeah, get caught. They will. Yeah, well, the difference between that news story of like oh people are double dipping in serb and conspiracy theories is people are spreading misinformation and then people you know and love are sharing this case in point yeah i saw my godmother share shared something that was total misinformation i didn't say anything because i'm like whatever just but this this woman this angry woman in shidiac where i'm from shared this thing, this picture of these two buses behind Hotel Shidiac in New Brunswick. And like in all caps lock, just angry. Oh, so much for not bringing immigrants to Shidiac. First of all, had nothing to do with immigrants. Uh, anyways, f- so much for not bringing immigrants to Shidiac because uh, in, there's a lot of immigrants in Shidiac and Kapolei for their employees for fish plant and fish plants and stuff like that. So she takes a picture. It's the, the Acadian coach line, this bus line. These two buses. There's nothing. There's nobody around, but there's these two empty buses behind Hotel Shidiac. She goes, "So much for not bringing immigrants to Shidiac. We're gonna have a second wave for sure. Fuck you, Trudeau." Were her words. First of all, Trudeau has nothing to do with that. Each province, uh, the federal government in this country and in the states, allowed the the provinces and the states to deal with this on their own with the help of the federal government but people you know provinces are have their own strategies their own plans but this had nothing to do with immigrants it had nothing to do with anything and again my my godmother shared it and i i didn't correct it i just let it go because i'm just like whatever uh turns out it was pei students and the buses weren't full all right they were like socially distanced on the bus and they were dropped off at the hotel for to quarantine for two weeks to then do something. I don't know. But it had nothing to do with anything. But people are sharing it. That's why yeah. some people feel compelled to say something when it's total misinformation. Yeah. Because that then that, that spreads racism. It spreads hate. This particular post against immigrants, which had nothing to do with immigrants, had nothing to do with Trudeau, had nothing to do with anything. People are sharing it all over. Yep, we're doomed. There we go. Immigrants again. The, here, And it's so frustrating. So that's why people maybe feel compelled to say something when, they, when, when it comes to conspiracies and stuff like that. I understand your point for the SERP thing. I mean, 
people are going to do what they're going to do. If they get caught, they fine. If they don't, they don't. I mean, mm-hmm. what's the point of wasting energy on it? I agree with you on that. It's just the misinformation. Sometimes when yeah. it's so false and you see other people that you love and care about share it, and they just share it on social media, so you know they're talking about this in their real lives to, to other people. So it's spreading it multiple ways. I saw there's two buses of immigrants in Hotel Shidiak. We're we're all screwed. We're gonna. So then if they see immigrants in the street, then they you know that causes a you know go back to where you came from. It just causes this whole thing out of nothing. Yeah. Anyway, it's true. Remember when this used to be a comedy show? <laughs> <laughs> now it's just an anger show. Hmm. Not angry. I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to coast. All the news and headlines from Jim Graham. Here is your daily dose for Monday, May 18th, 2020. As Ontario prepares to reopen, millions will be self-isolating still. People with compromised immune systems and those over 70 years old are cautioned to stay home as much as possible. Ottawa's chief medical officer, Dr. Vera Etches, said the future depends on what happens as the province raises restrictions on the general population. We're just trying to calibrate where we're trying to balance against the increased risk of growing levels of infection as we interact with people more. She said that's why we all need to do our part so that people who are more at risk of a negative outcome will have the opportunity to get out and about again sooner than later. Public public health and community agencies are now beginning to reach out to those asked to, to continue self-isolation to determine how well people are coping. Doug Ford, Ontario's premier, Suggested in April, some members of the population may have to self-isolate until a vaccine is found. But last week, Barbara Yaff, the province's associate chief medical officer of health, offers better prospects. I don't think it's realistic that they will have to stay home for all of that time. Is that your quote or her Her quote? Her quote. I don't think people would want to do that, said Yaff. I do think people who have underlying health conditions, particularly immunocompromised people, will have to take special care. That special care includes maintaining social distance, wearing a mask, and keeping close tabs on their health. See, it's interesting. This is me talking. It's interesting because it says wearing masks as a... That indicates that it's a form of protection. So for themselves... People, people don't get it. Are, it's not, though. No, I know, but she said that in this right now. She said the people who have to take special care should still be wearing masks and social di- or physical distance and keeping close tabs on their health. So that kind of gives you the uh, impression that it does protect them because if they're the ones who need to protect themselves and she's saying to wear a mask and she's a chief medical officer, <clears throat> you can see why people are confused about the mask thing. People, they- are, people are still confused. I heard someone yesterday on the radio say they were interviewing someone and so their mask was on their chin. And they go, well, my mask is uh, is not on right now. It's on my chin, but at least my chin's protected. It has no. nothing to do with protecting yourself. Yeah, it's, it's protecting others. That's why you're wearing the mask, to protect others. That's why people are calling people up for no masks. It's like... Uh, why aren't you wearing your mask? It's self. It's a disrespect towards others. 
Maybe people who are over 70 and immunocompromised should get those, what are they, N95 masks, where it does protect you. Like those, there are special masks. Yeah, yeah. That do if, if there's a special, yes, of course. Yeah. If there's a special uh, filter, those M95, whatever, they they yeah. still they protect you and others, but they do protect you. But just regular masks and cloth and and yeah, masks, masks, <laughs> cloths, bandanas, right. masks that people sew and and you know decorate and stuff. They, they're uh, they reduce. Droplet. Ah, why were we explaining this? It's I not. Know. It's not to protect yourself from getting the coronavirus. It's to reduce. Uh, Although you know what's funny, it does feel like it does. I, I yeah. don't know if it's psychological, but when I'm wearing a mask out, I do feel like I'm more protected. Same as the gloves, but it it doesn't. Yeah, but it's like funny. the gloves, you I'm like oh, I'm more protected. But yeah, true, true. In another news story here, societal attitudes in Canada and the U.S. toward wearing masks in public as protection against COVID-19 have undergone an unprecedented shift in just a matter of months, some social psychologists say. In some Eastern or East Asian countries, mask wearing has been recommended or required since the start of the pandemic. It's already an accepted practice in some countries, including China, South Korea, and Japan, to wear masks when one is sick or to protect against infection during cold and flu seasons, or to protect against air pollution. And while the effectiveness of masks continues to be a source of debate within the scientific community, more people are embracing the idea in the U.S. and Canada, a number of surveys reveal. Health Canada has said homemade masks might reduce the spread of the wearer's infectious droplets to another, but may not provide complete protection against virus-sized particles, in part because of the variation in the way they fit and the materials people are using to make them and are and their relative potential to block these particles. So that's interesting. It's not just how the material it's made of, it's how it's fitting too. Like mm-hmm. those N95 resp- respirators, which are recommended primarily for healthcare workers, on the other hand, can protect the wearer against respiratory viruses such as the novel coronavirus when they are worn correctly and form a seal around the nose and mouth. So there you go. That kind of confirms what we were just saying. Reiteration of confirming it of what you were just saying. Um, the uh, yeah, Before, you're right. Like Asian countries have d- adopted this before. Anytime, almost always... Living in Toronto and in New York, you'd see someone with a mask. It was almost always an Asian person, either biking or just walking in the street. And I always thought, what do they, what do they know that we don't? Yeah, I know. I'm like, wait, am I not? Should I have one? Yeah, it's so true. And um, it's funny because all of these, the stories following are, are stuff that we've talked about, but it is kind of interesting to get confirmation from from um, health experts. Because this story is about the gloves. More than two months after the COVID-19 outbreak was declared a pandemic, the federal government has weighed in on whether Canadians should wear disposable gloves as a protective measure. For the general public, regular hand washing is actually a better way to ward off COVID-19 than wearing gloves, a spokesperson for the Public Health Agency of Canada told CBC News. 100%. The agency has previously recommended that Canadians practice social distancing and wear a face mask in public as preventative measures, but it has remained silent until now on whether people should wear consumer-grade disposable gloves. Diane Preston of Gulf Ontario 
of Golf Ontario said she has been wearing gloves while grocery shopping, even though she was unsure if it would protect her from the coronavirus. I have, I really have no idea if it actually helps or whatever, but I feel a little bit better doing it. She said, I figure it can't hurt. PHAC said donning gloves can lead to trouble if the wearer touches a contaminated virus and then touches their face. The virus can infect people by in entering their eyes, nose, or mouth. Microbiologist Keith Warriner agrees that gloves aren't the best solution. It gives you that, that false security, says Warriner, a professor at the University of Guelph. If you're wearing gloves, you're less likely to wash your hands, which well, is one it. of the best strategies. Yeah. You put on the gloves, you go, I'm protected, and then you stop thinking about washing your hands because you go, I got gloves. But you, you know, you're touching everything with totally. this, you're just adding a dirty layer, like a, a dirtier skin on your skin, and then not washing it. You're just, and, but the wording is important in the story you just said off the top. Mm-hmm. It's like regular consumers. Right. If you're working somewhere where you're dealing with people or whatever, use gloves. Yeah. And change them out. You change them out, and you use gloves. Then you're protecting everyone and yourself. But if you're just going to leave your house to run some errands, pop some gloves on, and go, oh, I'm protected. Put the hand washing on the back of your head, mind, <laughs> and no more sanitizing. Nothing. You just, oh, I got gloves. I'm good. So you don't even think of your hand. Well, you're just in the same boat as if you were just not washing your hands with. Uh, you're just walking. But you know around. what's funny is you say that, but apparently. I was going to mention that McDonald's has fielded criticism from some customers on social media because not all of its workers wear gloves. In response, the fast food chain has has praised the merits of hand washing with statements on Twitter such as when handling food, gloves can actually be a risk as opposed to protection. So a lot lot more um, places, restaurants, food chains are going to stop using the gloves which i think is i think is better in a lot of ways because of the um disposable you know the the plastic in our environment i can't believe we're still talking about this 10 weeks in i know you'd think it would be so easy week one i know it's true it's it's week 10 we're talking like this just started well let's shift here uh after spending months alone on at sea alberta man surfaces to a new reality sailor bill nori lost most of his communication with the outside world when when he was out to sea on a sailboat and a huge wave hit his boat the seasoned sailor mapped out an ambitious course around the world aboard his 28 foot bristol channel cutter yacht dubbed pixie nori would sell sail away from Vancouver Island to the Southern Ocean for a year-long solo. I guess it's called a curcuminovation. I don't know how to say that word. (laughs) Of the planet. How about voyage? Why didn't I change that to voyage? Is it circum something? Yeah. Why curcum? I don't know. (laughs) Circumference? Circumnavigation of the planet. (laughs) Curcum. I don't know why I did that. Circumference. I know. You even say circumstance. Why did I do that? (laughs) Uh, And this is why I'm not a journalist. Daily dum-dum. Daily dum-dum. I'm just joking. No, no, no. That's no. I don't believe that story. What? I don't believe that story. Why? As if he's gone without communication and it hasn't been all over the news that this person is missing. No, no, no. He hasn't. He hasn't gone without any information. It's just listen listen to the rest of the story. It was an ambitious goal, but unlike 
other journey journeys Nori had undertaken with his wife Kathy. The pair had sailed together for to 22 countries around the world in five years of voyaging. But this time, Nori would be on his own. Kathy would stay behind to spend time with the couple's new grandson. On September 1st, 2019, Pixie embarked from Port Renfrew down past the western coast of the United States, heading south. Nori sought to sail all of the southern ocean beneath the world's five southernmost capes, the last of which being the South Cape on the south coast of New Zealand before heading home in September. But while he was aboard the boat, far away from civilization or any human contact, the world changed. Nori and Kathy have a running joke whenever the pair experience knockdowns, a loss of equipment, or huge storms at sea. They call these events dragon attacks, named after a supposed medieval practice of drawing blah, blah, blah. Okay, the, that's the, the first... nerdiest inside joke ever. I know, I realize that. <laughs> Do you have another dragon attack? <laughs> <laughs> I know, and then if you even tried to explain it to people, they'd oh be like, God. no, I wish you never explained that. So um, We have this hilarious bit <laughs> where when one of us loses all communication to the outside world, we call it, get this, a dragon attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, nerd fest. That's really nerdy. The first of these quote-unquote dragon attacks on Nori's journey took place near the Falkland Islands located Whoa, south. language ah, i knew you were gonna say that located south of argentina just like when you said kirkum all right let it go <laughs> forcing him to sail you to said- south africa in early february for repairs kathy did her best through texts and emails to keep nori informed of the latest developments but isolated and cut off from the media it was difficult for him to understand he would receive a sentence or two from Kathy each day, and it slowly began to dawn on Nori that what it was happening was major. But the experience was surreal, given that Nori had gone months without seeing another human. And if you can think about it, like it would be hard to believe. Like if you were just relying from me, the story is hard kind to believe. Of information, like say you're say you're at sea. Oh, it is let's hard say, to believe. But let's say I'm listen. at sea. Just listen, okay. and and I'm trying to tell you what's going on. For sure, 100%, you would think I was overreacting. Yeah, but would you? You would, though. Admit would, that. Okay, let's say I suffer a dragon attack. LOL. And <laughs> uh, and there's a pandemic. You're only going to limit it to one or two sentences a day? There's no way. I mean, I think they're playing it up. Uh, I, I understand he probably didn't understand the grasp of it until he got True. back to the real world. But as if she was sending him... She, no communication. He suffered a dragon attack. LMAO. And then, <laughs> and then she's just sending him one sentence a day or two. Yeah. They're playing it up. I don't know. I yeah. call bullshit on that story. Yeah. I, I'm sure, yes, he didn't understand. Then when he finally got back to shore, I was like, okay, this is crazy. Everything's closed. I didn't, but come on. But imagine him at sea. And, You'd send and then the- he realizes that he, he saw basically the story goes on that he there was a big storm coming and he didn't want to have to uh deal with another issue with his boat and combined with what was happening in the world although that might be the safest place for him is on the water but he had to like come into land basically he had to you know get off his boat and the closest he was at was New Zealand New Zealand i guess was 
you know, closing their borders because it's kind of similar to New Brunswick. This is what I'm understanding from the story. They didn't want other people coming in, but then he was able to track his voyage and then they allowed him basically on land and he got to go home. Mm. Crazy. It is a crazy story regardless. I think they're playing it up though. If there was a pandemic and I was on the boat, you would send me page upon page of Uh written written email, not just a sentence. So, oh, there's an uh, unprecedented pandemic. Have a good one. That's true. That's very true. And like uh, the story is probably truthful, but not factual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Or I have, again, no idea what I'm talking about. The Julian Dion show. (laughs) We don't know. Well, Jen knows. I don't. (laughs) Uh, What's that smell? Oh, that's me talking out of my ass. Hi. Hi. The Canadian Forces Snowbirds Cross Country Tour to raise people's spirits during the COVID-19 pandemic turned to tragedy Sunday when one of its planes plunged into the grounds in Kamloops, B.C., killing one member and injuring another. The Snowbirds jet crashed shortly after takeout and burst into flames in the front yard of a house. Isn't that awful? It killed the... I thought the pilot ejected. Maybe there were two in the plane, maybe? Or did it kill someone on the ground? Uh, it says here, Captain Jen Casey, a public affairs officer with the Snowbirds, died in the crash. Uh. The Canadian Armed Forces said in a statement, the pilot of the CT-114 Tudor aircraft, Captain Richard McDougall, sustained, a serious, sustained serious injuries in the crash, but they are not considered life-threatening. Captain Casey is from Halifax and joined Canada's Armed Forces in 2014 after several years working as a journalist, according to her biography on the Royal Canadian Air Force website. Oh, well, that's awful. I know. The crash happened before noon Pacific time, shortly after the jet took off from the Kamloops airport. Witnesses say it was following another jet when it appeared to veer upward and circle the tarmac before going into a nosedive. Video shows two puffs of black smoke coming from the plane and appears to show at least one person ejecting from from the jet shortly before it hit the ground in a residential area near Glenview Avenue and Shriner Street. Ugh. I know. Nightmare. So sad. Ugh, it's really terrible. Ejecting from a plane must be the most terrifying thing in the world. I don't even understand how that can happen. So is it all okay? Explain. Do you know? Well, you push a button and it shoots you out of the top of the plane, and a parachute opens, and you're on the seat. It shoots the seat, everything. So it shoots the open, like the ceiling, like the. Well, no, you don't like bust. You don't like. No, but it's all. Just, Pah, it doesn't open. It's like <laughs> on the top. Of, ow. No, it it yeah. The the top opens, and then the the Crazy. seat, the seat, and everything is rocketed in the sky, and then a sh- a parachute opens automatically, whether the pilot is conscious or not. And then you just drift down. Crazy. But it's. I mean, you've got to be high enough off the ground to eject. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know the details, but that's awful. I know. It's so, so terrible. In good news, homeschooled 12-year-old boy designs COVID-19 protection device called the Safe Touch Pro. It didn't take long for the San Francisco 12-year-old to invent his own solution to the problem of avoiding germs in public during the pandemic, which hit the city hard in early April. Mizan Ruben Tompkins saw his parents fumbling with their sleeves whenever they wanted to open a door, so he designed a hook-like tool and perfected the prototype on his 3D printer. 
called the Safe Touch Pro. It also has the ability to punch numbers on keypads for whenever you are at the ATM, cash register, or gas station. It, I really made it for my parents, and now it's helping everyone, says Ms. Ann. He's not the first to dream up such a device, but he did his market research and provided an upgrade. He makes his tool from plant-based plastic that is germ-resistant. Very cool. Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure it was good for the environment and the virus can't survive on it, he explained. He has he was already an inventor of sorts, having built a computer on his own from Alexa from scratch on and his own Alexa from scratch, along with an age. He gap, built an Alexa, <laughs> I guess, and his own Alexa, along with an wow. age guessing robot that can guess age, gender, and emotions in seconds. Get that robot away from me! You know what I'm saying? He is now selling hundreds of the Safe Touch Pro on his website. With dozens of new orders daily at fourteen ninety nine each, homeschooled for the past three years with an eye toward a career in aviation, uh, this inventive boy is bound to reach the sky. Isn't that awesome? Mm -hmm. Twelve years old. That's awesome. I was just—I don't know what I was doing at twelve years old. About to get in a lot of trouble, probably. It's not. I wasn't. Uh yeah, I was playing uh, Nintendo and mushing my crotch on things, but not mushing. Not uh, developing my own Alexa. Yeah, anyway. at twelve. Okay. Sixty-four <laughs> percent of Americans have experienced transformative eco wake-up calls during COVID crisis. Two-thirds of Americans have had an eco wake-up call since the start of COVID nineteen pandemic, according to a new survey. A poll of 2,000 Americans revealed 64% have had a moment since the pandemic started where they realized they need to be more eco-friendly. This might be a result of paying closer attention to their lifestyles. 70% said being home more due to COVID-19 made them more aware of their eco-unfriendly behaviors. These eco-wake-up calls included becoming more aware of wasting food, using paper products more sparingly, and being more careful about where they buy meat. While these behaviors might have influence, been influenced by the pandemic, however, they aren't going away when COVID-19 does. Commissioned by Avocado Green Mattress and conducted by one poll, the survey found 81% of respondents plan to keep their newfound eco-friendly habits. That's good. Mm -hmm. The top way they're doing this is by continuing to recycle more often, followed by continuing to reduce the amount of paper products they use. Furthermore, 42% of those surveyed plan to work from home one day a week instead of commuting in order to reduce their carbon footprint. In fact, another story found that working from home has so many benefits that 48% of workers would even take a pay cut to continue indefinitely. More than that, responders also plan to continue composting more often and take public transportation more frequently. So that's All right. Good. Yeah. Great. Yeah, so that's good. That's that's really good. I feel like I feel like even though this this uh really sucks having to self-isolate it's long enough of a time that it gives you a real chance to think and mm -hmm. reflect mm -hmm. and if it were only a week you know people wouldn't really ha it wouldn't have that profound of an effect on people so there you go there that, you that, go that is the your daily dose for monday may 18th 2020 anyway 
jingle, jingle. Daily dose, daily dose. Get the news from coast to coast. Daily dose, daily dose. All your news from coast to All coast. All the news and the headlines from Jim Grant. Right. By the way, this episode is brought to you by Gringo's Blazing Sauces. Our official sponsor, go to gringosblazingsauces.com for fresh, hand-picked ingredient salsas and hot sauces by Doug Knight, chef, by trade, with the perfect balance of heat and flavor. These are incredible. We tested some last Monday to uh, great success. We're still waiting on uh, our second package to arrive, so we'll do that this week. I'm, it's probably going to get here tomorrow, since today's a holiday. So either tomorrow or Wednesday, we will do uh, another hot sauce taste test. Uh, these these are next level hot sauces. Mm-hmm. If you're a hot sauce fan or have a hot sauce lover in your life, go to gringosblazingsauces.com. They ship all over North America. Free shipping over $40 in Canada. So do it. Check it out. Gringosblazingsauces.com. Do yourself a favor. Do D- yourself a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> so and Doug- watch out for those dragon attacks. <laughs> Maybe that should be in the name of uh, one of his new hot sauces. Dragon, dragon attack. attack. I think there is one with dragon. Oh, scorpion. He could it could be an inside joke for all of us. <clears throat> um, Doug messaged me, uh, or not messaged me, but commented on Facebook that FedEx deliveries, a lot of his deliveries have been delayed. He's noticed because of everybody ordering stuff. So it's true. I've I've ordered stuff and it's taken a really long time. You ordered something and you even forgot that you ordered it. Yeah, my posture straps, which I'm not wearing <laughs> today, which I can feel. Well, I think we all noticed. Oh. <laughs> um, Speaking of which, can I say one of the comments? It's funny. Yeah, I just wanted mm-hmm. to finish what we were doing. Oh, yeah, I, and uh, it's not important. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. So my my says, Julian and my ex are looking... Are, are, like look like twins yesterday found out my ex wears a shoulder bra too laughed so much (laughs) at him (laughs) don't knock it till you try it (laughs) i'm I'm feeling today i'm not wearing it and i'm feeling down in the dumps (laughs) (laughs) not really but uh, i do uh i don't know this new one especially because the first one i got was velcro which uh, over time the velcro became you know not so adhesive Mm-hmm. And but this one is like straps like a backpack, mm-hmm. and it does. Oh, this one you wear it for a full day. You take it off, you feel straight. Like it's like oh yeah, you don't. So want you'd to. recommend that? Yes, I would. Actually, hey, why don't you try to get them as a I sponsor? I was gonna. I was gonna say that I've got the uh, right here the founder's email on my. Uh, okay, desk you got an email because we're I Anthony Endego. Yep, and and I mean that's a really good endorsement because you already tried another one and you didn't. I liked it, but and the, and the premise with these things is you're supposed to wear them for two weeks. I've been wearing it for eight months, so naturally the uh, it wore off a bit. Yeah, and I was throwing it in the washing machine and stuff. This one I will hand wash only and take care of it. It's the best. Yeah, I wonder if I should get one. You don't have a bad posture. You don't think so? No. Oh, okay. Straight well, I won't back. Then. Really? Yeah, oh. I I think so, but no, no, no. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap, snap. Um. Another comment when earlier in the show when we were talking about the name of the holiday today mm-hmm. and this weekend, Katie Flo says she's in BC 
And she says that it's not May 2-4. I remember being in Vancouver, and they don't call it May 2-4 out there. She said, when I moved out west, the well, first... Well, nobody really does. It's not officially May 2-4. No, 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 but people do call it that here. Mm. You don't... Do you in New Brunswick? May 2-4, yeah. Well, it's just known. It's around the 24th, usually. No, but do you guys call it the May 2-4 weekend? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, in BC, they don't... If you say May 2-4, they don't really understand what you're saying. So she says... Um, when it's I moved such an irritating name, May 2-4. Uh, she goes, when I moved out west... Like trying to be cool. Like, hey, I it's know. It's May 2-4 <laughs> like or hip. It's a very like uh, 18-year-old thing to say. 19-year-old. Yeah. When I moved out west the first May 2-4, I enthusiastically went to their beer store, which is basically a depener because no government monopolized beer and con, and asked for a 2-4. And the staff looked at me blankly with no answer. Long story short, repeated requests for me in where they had no idea what a 2-4 was. Is she talking about the weekend or a case of beer? Both. As then explained, you know, to go to the cottage, eventually they got it and looked at me and said, you're from Ontario, aren't you? She said, yeah, (laughs) yes. I said, why? (laughs) To which they said they're, they're called cabins. And we don't have two fours of beer in BC. I love how she went, instead of just saying the number 24, she was like, you know, to go to the cottage. <laughs> like it's been so easy to just go. What do you mean, May 2 or 2 4? 24. But it's just, it is funny that she happened to say two very like Ontario type things. What's the cabin thing? Anyway. Yeah, they call them, they don't call in BC, they don't call cottages cottages, they call them cabins. Oh, got it. Uh-huh. So there's that. Any other comments? Or? Yeah, I'm taking a quick look here. My my says in French, we have a female comedian who says medical mafia. So insane, so funny, sheeple. Hmm. I guess that was in reference to what we were talking about oh, okay, earlier. right, yeah. Do you know who that comedian is? Because you're in French comedy. I would know if I knew the. I don't know all the comedians' bits, but I would know probably the name if I. If knew my that. my, if you're still watching, drop the name. Uh, ba, ba, ba. Oh, I'm doing the ba ba ba. Greg Zeller says they just wanted to see the lobster. Hmm. Gzels. Sure. I'm not sure what that was referring to. The lobster talking about. Oh, the tourists, the immigrants in Shidiac. Oh, uh, right, right. Good right. one, Gregor. Oh, lobster capital of the world. Good for you knowing that. Yeah. I I actually get really excited when I drive by that giant lobster in Shidiac. Well, I don't get excited, but I like it. I remember when they put it up. I was in grade two. And rumors, some people were saying it was a real lobster. Yeah, it was was a big lobster they fished out of. And being in grade two, I believed it. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. Mm -hmm. And for kids, actually, kids would love to see that. Oh, my God, it's a big lobster. Uh, Doug says, I will look at that. Doing a new scorpion pineapple mango sauce. Maybe call it dragon attack. Love it. Why not? I want to try the maple mousse barbecue sauce that he's sending. But anyway. We'll, yeah, I'm we'll, excited. We'll, That's apparently on its way. Yeah, and he sent a tracking number. I could check. I just haven't uh, checked. My my doesn't want to say the name of the comedian. Oh, okay. no problem. No problem. All good. All good in the hood. So uh, this is my last, good morning, Melanie. Melanie says, good morning. Good morning. By the way, for future reference, if ever I say something in public and someone's like, this comedian said something, you can always say my name. I don't care. Yeah. 
You get, I guess. Full you're, disclaimer. You're in the public. She said, "Lo, Losi Laurier." Oh, because she doesn't want to maybe notify her. Losi Laurier. Lucy Laurier. Hmm? Don't I don't I actually don't know. We don't know who that is. Um. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, this is the last day I have to take antibiotics. I'm looking forward to that. Guys, if you have a cat, don't let don't feed your cat by hand. My cat bit my finger. Is it still swollen? It's a tiny bit still. Like if you compare it to the other finger, it's still a little bit bigger. And that is now a week and a half after the cat like bit my finger. It was not. It was not the cat's fault. It was my fault because I. There's was, a joke there somewhere about testing the size of your finger. Go ahead. What? I don't know. Hmm? To do something about butts or something. I don't know. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. So the cat, the cat. I was feeding the cat um, chicken or something. Steak. Yeah, and I was just talking and distracted, and the cat chomped on my finger thinking it was i've been trying to train him to do meat. that for two years uh, uh, uh. and i it was unbelievable what happened because there's back okay Sorry. there's bacteria in the cat's mouth apparently if i hadn't acted on it soon enough i would have had to have an You'd no IV. longer be with us iv yeah that's crazy and antibiotic iv Anyway, so... Little po- poison mouths. I know. Little so pink, wet poison mouths. I had to be on antibiotics Stinks. for 10 days, and this is the 10th day. I wonder and what it's it... it's still a little bit numb. Like, it still feels weird. Maybe it'll never come back. I hope not. Thank you. I wonder what... I'm joking. I wonder what's the difference between... a. Why doesn't a dog's mouth do that to you? Not as... The bacteria isn't as bad, I guess. Yeah. I know. It's disgusting. Anyway, so... Word to the wise, if you have a cat, don't feed it by hand. What and did you put in this uh, shake? I'm so hyper. Really? Oh, yeah. it's the green spots. I was like, I want to interrupt you nonstop. You're like, word <laughs> to the wise. I was going to say word to the wise. <laughs> I'm like, shut up. Jeez, let Jen talk. It's greens plus. Mm. Greens plus. Because, you know, I, I, I remember your mom saying that. Remember that funny story, your mom? My dad? Uh, yeah. yeah. Your dad had taken some Greens Plus. <laughs> he usually... She's never... Go ahead. No, go, go. No, no, go ahead. Well, he usually just walks on the treadmill at the gym, and then he took this Greens Plus, and my mom was doing something, and pack, 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 pack. Turns around, my dad's like sprinting <laughs> on the treadmill. I don't know why he just walks. He can run. He's so in shape. I know. They both are. Woo! <laughs> Feels good? <laughs> that dragon attack. Does it taste Okay. That tastes shake? great. I yeah. can really taste the the protein in uh, today. Like the <laughs> well, there's a full scoop of protein and the, the scoop of greens plus. Maybe that's what you're tasting too. Maybe. <sighs> Here we are. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Why aren't you hyper now? I want to go to bed. All, you crash so fast. I There's, need to go to sleep. No. No, I'm just kidding. I slept like 10 hours. Uh, actually, I was up in the middle of the night. I want to see if we can talk about... Uh, well, we could talk about it, but uh, maybe tomorrow. I want to settle. Ha, ha, ha. But until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving. Ha, 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 ha. No, the HCF. We'll I know. Want to wait, save wanna, it for tomorrow? Well, I want it to be a new sponsor, but we're on this new drug. <laughs> not true 
It's a, it's a, what did you put in this thing? I swear to God, there's a tiny, tiny bit, traces amount of cocaine. <laughs> we are taking this new thing called HCF. It's called Happy Calm Focus. Oh my God. It's just this amino acid, this brain amino acid supplement. supplement. We want to get them as a sponsor. It's amazing. It's made, made in, in Canada. Canada. Whoa. That was really simultaneous. I can't believe how well I'm sleeping from taking it. Yeah, and I woke up. I think it's because it's crazy. I had a couple cocktails last night, which always, almost always, I wake up, but no anxiety or anything. I just woke up, and then I was just up for like an hour. Felt good, and then fell asleep again. Oh, it's amazing, really. I I don't know. I take we take a lot of uh, the royal we. I take a lot of supplements. I li- I believe in them. They make a difference. And th- these particularly, you can really feel the difference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. But let's work <laughs> on getting getting it as a sponsor, for sure. Okay. And I'm just going to check here. Oh, Brenda Chasson. Good morning to you, Brenda. I, I just wanted to check because you were checking the comments on the actual show feed. Mm-hmm. But this is, uh, I'm checking just where on other places I've posted in here. So Brenda Chasson. But Brenda's a new listener and uh Loyal listener almost every day. Good morning, Brenda. Good morning, Brenda, in Quebec. She's originally from uh, Caraquette. Why am I giving her all the information? I know. Why don't you share her birth date and SIN number? Mother's maiden name. Why do we say SIN number? That's like saying social insurance number number. Oh, yeah, that's true. Whoa. Deep thoughts. Deep. Why do they call it? Deep thoughts. A parkway. Where you drive and a driveway where you park. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that is weird. Um, Ew. Every show you do something really gross sounding with your mouth. Wow. What a way to find every show? Almost. Well, now we're just uh, leaving them wanting less. We yeah, should go. Yeah, I feel like we're done. Yeah, yeah it feels right. Feels right. Thank you very much for joining us on this May 2-4 holiday Monday, Victoria Day, Patriots Day, or whatever the hell BC does. And uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for the comments. That's for sure. Thanks for listening. And uh, honestly, this is so fun. We love coming on and doing it. Jen, thank you. I love you. Thank you. Love you. Mm. And we'll be back tomorrow, Tuesday, May 19th. I can't believe it. Okay, that's crazy. The, the lockdown started in March, full winter, and it's June next week. It's crazy. Someone described uh, described it as uh, the weeks are flying by, but the days are long. Long days, short weeks. It's so true. And it's so true because here we are, almost June. Okay, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> anyway... Let's get out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Please give us a share. Why don't you? Why not? It's the end. Of, if you're still with us at the end of the show right now, go, hey, this was great. And you can rewatch it. It's available on Apple Podcasts. By the way, it sounds really good. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, you don't have that video element, but it sounds just the way we hear it in our headphones. Facebook kind of compresses the shit out of it. but uh, And also vice versa. If you are watching on Apple or listening on Apple and Google Podcasts, the video version is available on Facebook live Monday to Friday at 7 a.m. It's the Julian Dion Show. Thank you very much, everybody. Be safe, and as always, watch your head. Have a great day. A beautiful waste of time. It's just a waste of time.
Time. 